0: Hello, hello. I'm Zachary Hines, and this is What You Missed at the Straz. Welcome. I'm Zachary Hines, and I am with the fabulous, fierce Leanne Day-Douglas. Good morning. And we are talking about... Pose. Strike a pose. Vogue.
1: Yes, we are talking about pose. So it's going to require a little bit of um, explanation about why we're talking about pose.
0: Right. It's Pride Month.
1: It is Pride Month. Yes.
0: End of Pride Month. We wanted to... um, I mean, you can't... Leanne had never seen pose.
1: Well, no, no, that's not true. I had seen it. We were supposed to talk about Victor Victoria and... Broadway HD removed it before I had a chance to watch it. But I had bad timing, right? Because it was up for a couple of months. And I had seen it when I was a kid. And I really, really loved it. Um, but yeah, I just have bad
0: timing. So um, that seemed to be our story with Broadway HD. <laughs> Where you'd see these titles for like months. And then we'd finally be like, okay, let's watch this. And then I'd get a text from Leanne being like, It's no longer on there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so I had um, seen episodes, not a lot of Pose. I had seen one or two episodes because my husband watches it when he works out on his uh, spin bike. So I was like, "Um, I could watch this. This would be a good thing to watch. That way I can get caught up, be where he's at because he's already on season two. And I said, I thought it would be a great thing for Pride Month for us to watch. Pose. So, and there is a Broadway tie back with Pose.
0: Right. It stars, yeah, the fabulous Billy Porter, who originated the role of Lola in Kinky Boots and won a Tony for it.
1: Tony Award for that. And uh, he is absolutely fabul- fabulous.
0: Yes. So, um... and he performed with one of our colleagues at the Strauss Center, mm-hmm. Bill Roland. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So really, really cool. So we're like three degrees or would it be three or two degrees of separation? Two. Two degrees of separation from Billy Porter.
1: It's too, it's too many.
0: Can you believe? we? I, I think a year from now, we're going to be one degree.
1: There you go. <laughs>
0: that's, that's our goal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so anyway, we decided to watch Pose.
0: Yes. And so you binged the season in two days
1: yes so all right number one i should start by saying i'm not much of a tv watcher so this was quite a commitment for me to binge watch eight episodes in two days um because we were going to watch american sun for the podcast. And we did watch American Sun and it was with Carrie Washington. It was absolutely fabulous. But it was a lot like um Pipeline. So we decided we needed to give you guys a little more variety. Um, so I said, Oh, what are we gonna do? And of course that was on Monday, and it's like, Well, we better watch something else. So <laughs> it's
0: like, okay. Well, I what love we I gave do? you the option. I was like, Well, we can watch Paris is burning, which is an hour and a half, and Leanne was like why don't I binge this eight hour season? <laughs> <laughs> Which I am in full support of because I love Pose. And yes, definitely make sure you watch American Son. It's really fabulous um, and very important. But uh, but yeah, Pose, I remember I watched the first season when it came on Netflix last summer. And my it was like a rainy day. My friend came over. And we watched a few other movies and finally we're like, oh, I heard this Pose show is really good. And we start watching it and it's it's one of those shows, you know, where it ends and like Netflix is doing that countdown to the next episode. And we're like, oh, okay, we'll do one more, one more. And then sure enough, it's like four in the morning and (laughs) (laughs) we kept doing it until we finished this whole season. It was so good. We watched it in one one night. Wow.
1: Yeah, I couldn't do that. Like I said, I'm not a TV person, so watching four hours in a day was quite a stretch for me. So, um, But it was good. It was really, really
0: good. Yeah, it's juicy. It's a great... I mean, first of all, how exciting it is, the first show uh, with that many uh, trans actors mm-hmm. and characters, and I think it's the first show to win uh an Emmy Award for um featuring uh trans actors.
1: Yeah, so for people who don't know what it's about, it's about the African American, gay and trans culture in New York City in the eighties.
0: And Latinx, don't forget. Oh sorry.
1: People of color. That'll that'll cover everybody. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yeah. So um so yeah, it was really, really interesting. There are a lot of things that I just didn't know. Um, I mean, they cover a lot, like, the AIDS epidemic features really, really prominently in the show. Um, They talk about um, ball culture um, in New York City. And I don't know if ball culture existed anywhere else. Do you know? Uh,
0: I I know it started in Harlem. Um, I'm sure it expanded beyond there and eventually evolved into the drag we know today um, mm-hmm. that's become so popular with RuPaul's Drag Race. So so really anyone who comes to the Straz Center who sees Bianca Del Rio every time she's here or the drag tours, they really need to watch Pose and even should continue to watch uh, Paris is Burning to really learn their history and see where it all came from. And it's really interesting because we're having all these conversations this month Um, and this show brings it back home to all, a lot of where we are today is because of queer people of color and their contributions to the culture. So I, I love that pose is really such a celebration of that. And it's not, you know, oftentimes when we go back to tell our history, there's kind of a whitewashing of things, and uh, they didn't do that. so I really think that's exciting that you're actually that the communities that participated are getting the representation and, and the proper credit. :-hmm I, I, I do too. I do too. That was
1: one thing about um, the most recent episode of TTRL that you recorded, which was they were talking about Black Lives Matter, and that includes trans black lives and gay black lives and um and so i thought that was a really important statement and um, then watching pose on top of it it was like oh that all kind of came together really nicely so um so yeah so yeah it was a really cool show um
0: do you want to describe it okay so it follows so in ball culture they have houses and uh it which are, there's a mother of a house who's kind of the leader, the matriarch, and um, and it's really kind of family. They, they've formed their own families because many of them have lost their biological family, have either been disowned or um, are not accepted for who they are, so they've had to kind of figure it out on their own so they've found each other.
1: Well, and a lot of them were living on the streets, right? A lot of them were sleeping in the park, living on the streets. And so these mothers brought in other people of color who were family and fed them and helped give them shelter and brought them under their wing into the gay culture.
0: Right. And then they perform at these balls as a house and compete for uh, all the different. You know that's where voguing started, um, and they and so there's a lot of drama because the house of abundance, which is led by Electra, um, who is my favorite character. She's fierce. She's a total bitch, and I love it. <sighs>
1: yes she really is she's played by Dominique Jackson is that correct
0: yes Um, and she had actually a really interesting story she she is from Trinidad and she actually escaped to the United States when she was a teenager um, because she suffered from abuse and and, uh, bullying for being who she is because she's a trans woman Um, but she's uh, she's so—I mean, she's just like she could murder you with a stare,
1: <laughs> and she has cheekbones for days.
0: I know, and legs for oh, she's just perfect. But her uh, her housemates have had enough because she rules with an iron fist, and it's very much the Electra show. And so Blanca goes leaves to start her own house, the house of Evangelista. Mm Mm-hmm. And and takes some of the girls with her. And that has caused a war between these two new houses for Mother of the Year.
1: For Mother of the Year and for trophies along the way, so... And
0: Blanca is very... You know, it's interesting, too, like, the whole... How it explores motherhood and what it means to be a mother and the different ways to express that where Electra expresses it through discipline and, and expectation of greatness and hard work. And Blanca is very much more nurturing and really genuinely cares uh, for the people in her house.
1: She can also be very, um, very strict. She has rules. I mean, she has <laughs> rules. There's this, there's this part in season one where one of the boys that is in her house um, is dealing drugs down at the pier. And um, she had strictly said, no drugs, nothing illegal. You know, and she says to him, if you get arrested for doing something illegal, don't make me your phone call. Mm -hmm. And um, she ends up kicking him out of the house when she finds out that he is dealing drugs. And he ends up going to be with the house of, oh, what's the new house? Can you remember their name? It's not Abundance. It's not Evangelista. It is um, the House of Ferocity.
0: Right. Yes.
1: Right. Right. So little Poppy goes to live with the House of Ferocity.
0: and, And they're kind of a hot mess.
1: And they are a hot mess. They are a hot mess. It's, it's so delicious to watch though. So yeah, it's really a lot of fun. Um,
0: I have to say before I was, I started watching the show, i it took me a while actually, to, cause I waited until it was on Netflix to watch and I, and I feel like, I don't know. I thought it was going to be, you know, cause they are living very tough lives. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of darkness and, um, and challenge that they face, but it's really just inspiring to see how, despite all of that, there's so much joy that they create for themselves. And so despite all the adversity that is thrown their way, um, you know, life Continues and and they find a way to continue to express joy. I, th- I thought that is one of the most beautiful things of the series that you know that family and love and joy can exist anywhere despite mm-hmm. everything else.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's it was interesting because you you don't think or I didn't think about the fact that you know when. You get kicked out as a young person, kicked out of your family, kicked out of your house, and if you if you're sleeping, if you're homeless, and you're not continuing your education, and your prospects for employment are going to be really limited, and to be able to make enough money to have an apartment and put food on the table, and all of the things that a lot of us take for granted, um, they just don't have it, and so there there's a lot of prostitution. That goes on. Um, many of them end up working in um, peep shows in Times Square, just to make money. And you know, when when they're challenged into, you know, doing better, finding better, being better, they're like, "I, I have an eighth grade education. How am I supposed to rise up from that?" And yet, they do find a way.
0: Mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah, I think it really the show really does a very good job I think of showing kind of the economic decisions that they have to make. You know, even with I love the story of Electra too because she is in a situation in the beginning where she has a sugar daddy who you know, she lives very well. She has expensive clothes and a nice apartment and um, but her sugar daddy wants her to...
1: To remain exactly as she is.
0: Right. And she wants to become... Have the surgery to transition.
1: Yeah. She's pre-op, and he likes her that way. And um, she wants to complete her transition. And he's like, no, that that's not why I'm with you. I'm with you because I like you the way you are. And if you do this we're not going to be together anymore. And she makes the choice to go ahead and do it. And, um, and he follows through and basically kicks her out. And so now all of a sudden she has no sugar daddy, no money, no apartment and no way of making money. And so she has this huge fall from grace um, in the middle of the season And ends up back in the sex trade again, which is not somewhere that she ever thought she would be at this point in her life.
0: Yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's a great reminder to, I think there's a lot of judgment on people um, who specifically work in the sex trade or, and it's without the, this. and this show is a great reminder of that people are really just doing the best they can to survive. And, Mm -hmm. you know, people don't have, the same choices that maybe you or I had um, or the same privileges in growing up with a family or growing up with money. Um, And then when you add on the layers of being in the LGBT community at that time, um, being a person of color, that just adds on a whole lot more weight to what you have to go through. And I think it's so important that we look back at our history and we learn from it. And, you know, particularly this year in Pride Month, you know, Pride Month started with an uprising, um, with a civil disobedience, um, a revolution. And it was led by queer people of color, mostly um, drag queens and trans people. and. You know we can't forget that it, pride isn't always just parades and glitter and rainbows. It's uh, fighting for equality, and um, I think this show does it. And and even how it in, includes the the AIDS epidemic within that. Mm-hmm. Is, you know they do such a loving job of of really making it personal and. And you know, I can only imagine the you know we're going through a pandemic right now, um but just how scary it must have been um, to not know what this is, to lose that many friends and loved ones um, and really have the larger community not really care
1: yeah, because it wasn't it wasn't just that they got sick and died of this illness. It was that they lost their dignity. Um, And I mean, there are things that are shown that they just kind of show like little snippets in the show, but like when pray goes to visit his boyfriend, who's dying in the hospital of AIDS and his food is outside on the floor because the nurse on duty won't bring, won't come in his room, won't bring him his food. And so he doesn't get to eat because she just won't. Um, And that's just, that was normal. Mm -hmm. That was normal treatment for people with AIDS because nobody knew how it was transmitted. Everybody thought it was, they called it the gay plague. Um, People thought it was God's way of wiping gay people off the planet by giving them this plague. And, um, you know, it took a while to learn uh, for the science to catch up and for people to understand how it spread, what it was. And, um, but I still don't think that stigma has gone away.
0: No, I mean, not, I mean, we've certainly come a very long way. I mean, now, now it's, uh, you know, it's with modern medicine and everything, it's manageable, but there's still a huge Amount of stigma that goes with it. Um, I mean, I I was sobbing when Praytel and Blanca go to perform. Mm. Praytel kind of arranges a sh- a little show for the patients because he wants to honor their humanity and bring life back to them. Because that, I mean, that whole ward is so sad.
1: It's just awful, yeah, and he arranges a little like cabaret show in their rec room, basically and put up some streamers and and he sang for them, okay, so this is this is where like TV departs from reality because if I had somebody I love dying of AIDS in the hospital and I set up a little cabaret, there ain't no way I'd be able to get through a song without <laughs> just sobbing, right, and here is Billy Porter just singing these songs. And mm-hmm. I mean, he's, you know, the perfect actor to get in just a little bit of a tear in the corner of his eye while, <laughs> while he's singing and his eyes get a little glossy and, you know, you know, he's supposed to be thinking he's getting ready to cry, but, you know, a real person would never been able to get through that song.
0: Never. Oh, I mean, especially because both Blanca and Pray Tell have been diagnosed with HIV. Right. And so I think that is the other thing too is that they are looking at what their future could be.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Which I can only, you know, that's another layer of just, you know, not only are you trying to help um, people that are suffering, but you're also looking at, you know, what you will be potentially suffering through as well. Yeah. Um, And to be able to, you know, be brave enough to, confront that, I think just shows, the show just does, does such a good job of like creating these fully fleshed out characters, you know, mm-hmm. like no one, you know, they, even like the, you know, as villainous as Electra can be, they still show her humanity and her perspective and her value. and um, And they do a really good job of justifying everyone's decisions where you might not agree with the choice. You might be like, that was not a good choice, but you understand why.
1: Yeah, yeah. And we can't talk about the show without talking about the fierceness of the costumes at the balls.
0: Oh my God.
1: Yes. The costuming for the balls is just amazing. Category is... Oh my gosh, there's so much silk. There is so much color and chiffon and fabulousness uh, in everything that they're wearing.
0: And I thought I would be seeing you in some chiffon.
1: Oh, yes, because I have chiffon in my closet. Yes. After how many months in quarantine? I have plenty of chiffon just waiting to be worn.
0: I actually do I should have worn I should have worn a look. I have I have plenty. I actually have this like m- bedazzled uh moo that I could have I should have brought out for you. I
1: think I've been in a tank top for 3 months. So, <laughs> yeah, I need to kind of upgrade my look.
0: What would the House of Evangelista have to say about this?
1: Oh, they would throw so much shade. I would not be allowed to walk at the ball because <laughs> I do not have the proper clothing
0: at all unless it was like category is lesbian gardening quarantine realness
1: (laughs) i could win that category (laughs) hands down i just have to make sure i have mud all over my hands and dirt under my fingernails and we would be good to go
0: oh my goodness they couldn't touch you (laughs) (laughs) what would your what would your house name be
1: my house name oh the house of felinity
0: oh
1: what do you think
0: i love that (laughs) i'm gonna have to get my application ready i feel like you already are a house mother
1: yeah probably how about you what would
0: yours be Oh, it would have to be the house of Bougie.
1: Oh, there you go. See? That's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> Bougie's
0: my house mother. I love it. <laughs> so how are you gonna rate it? Oh, pose. Oh, I mean, I feel like it's unrateable. It's so good. Um, ooh, ooh. Ten, ten,
1: ten, ten. ten yes, that's good.
0: Ten. Yeah. Tens across the board. There you go. That's it. (laughs) Good one. That's it. Yes. 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 So. I actually have to watch, I still have to watch season two because season two picks up when Madonna's Vogue comes out.
1: Right. And I saw some of season two because like I said, my husband was watching it. And so I was like, oh, I see. I'm like totally behind. So he started to try to explain it to me. And I was like, I'm just going to have to watch it. So. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So it's, uh. but yeah, I give it, I give it tens across the board too. It was really, really good. So, so
0: good. So if you have not yet watched Pose, binge it. It's the perfect holiday weekend. Uh, watch, especially if it's a rainy day, you'll get through it in a day. You won't be able to stop. Nope. Nope. All right. What are we going to watch next time? Season two? <laughs> we could. We could watch let's do season, season two. <laughs> yeah,
1: let's do season two. Okay. Okay. That
0: sounds good. Well, and catch up this weekend on season two because next, next time we'll be talking about season two of Pose. Very nice. That's an easy one. Now it's, we're going to have to change our title to What You Binged at the Straz. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Till next time. Take care of each other. Take care of yourself.